Sorry, I had to slap my chest because uh, I don't have a second hand yet. <laughs> you know, that's okay, because I heard the slap. I heard of the slap. Mm-hmm. Folks, we're trying a new version of the adaptation of the recording rig. Um, both Josh and I have had a change of location. Mine was n- not all my choice, just because the place where we were living, they decided to literally sell the farm. Josh had no choice in the matter because... Mother Nature said he had to go. Yeah, I had to leave my house for a bit. So also some of our recording equipment is uh, lost in transition. I'll get into more of that later, I think. But we'll talk about that later. Let's just call this like a return to form, kind of both of us together, live and having fun. Put the theme song right about here. Yep. You want me to start it off? <laughs> oh, I can start it. <laughs> See, we're, we got to get back to form. I know. Hey, everybody. This is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry innovating, non traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways, not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. I just realized that that was usually, that was opposite of how he normally did it. (laughs) Back, yes. Back in the before times. But it <laughs> just seemed form- like normal now because we're like, oh, well, let's change it up. You know, I, <laughs> I was thinking about this recently because I'll actually be doing a gig at the time of this recording. It's about a month out, right? Yeah. And so if you've kind of seen my the flow of my like life recently, I don't gig as much as I used to. Right. Right. Music is still a precious part of my life. It just hasn't been as as present. But I go on a gig. So you kind of like return to form. I'm practicing a little bit more than I used to, right. which is actually fun. You know, and I have so many hours on the instrument. Like I may need to brush up some things, but I haven't lost all of my knowledge or facility just by letting it sit for a bit. What's interesting though is like when you return to the form of what you're doing, you realize, oh yeah, like maybe you have to practice something <laughs> a little bit where something like an edge fell off. <laughs> it's like, oh right. boy. But what's nice about it is that you sometimes get a different perspective when you return to the form. Uh, st- story from the music side of life, Getty Lee had an interview years ago with Rush, and he was saying that while they were still recording and Neil, the drummer, was still on the earth, he would take breaks from the instrument after a tour, and it would be months. And then he'd come back to it, and he would play, and he would refresh and play other things, and it, he needed that time away to kind of Refresh before you return to form. And everybody who knows the band Rush, whether you love them or hate them, there's, they're, they're not uh, sloughs by any stretch no. of the imagination. Everybody would agree like these are top-tier musicians who can do unusually complicated things. And their return to form, even though they did something different every time, there were those breaks. And you kind of returned and you had a different perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think that for us especially, because like Brian alluded, like, didn't allude to it. We just said Brian had a quote unquote plan, not plan change 
a venue. I had an absolutely not planned change to venue. However, we still made the podcast work. And like when we come back, it almost is honestly feels like uh, to me anyway, it just feels like, oh, we're just doing the same same thing we did. It, it's comforting. It, very it, comforting. It's very comforting to actually see Brian on, uh, you know, on video because I haven't actually seen him on video since before this whole thing happened. And that's true. Yeah. Actually. So it's been a while. So it's like it's kind of cool to like, like, oh, yeah, Brian's alive and well. And I kind of see his like new new place that he's living. But like he can see my new place, too, because this is a whole new thing for me. And so it's kind of interesting. We're going through the uh, same transition, but for different reasons. Yes. Um, Josh's room is a little bit less gamey right now just because. Right. Right. <laughs> some of the stuff is, is you know, safe away or trying to be safe away. <laughs> Although he does have some game things in there. I, I just bought a Triforce from Legend of Zelda hanging out in the corner. Room. Yeah, I bought that. I actually. Um, so. I have been. There was like three purchases, like. $60 worth of stuff that I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy. <laughs> and this Triforce lamp was one of them. It was like 20 bucks. And I'm like, I'm just going to buy it because it's cool. And we, we use it as a nightlight. So it works out pretty good. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff like I really, I mean, like Brian knows that like gaming and stuff is part of me. And it's almost like if I didn't have anything gaming in here, there would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, th- there's been a fundamental break in the psyche of Josh. Right. And I mean, I'll be honest, like, I haven't gamed since since the hurricane. I haven't actually played a game. I've been just too busy. I, and I like I told my wife, I said, you know, our my computer runs. I got that up and running. Um, and I, you know, we talked about it. We had a couple episodes where I just we just talked and I had that one episode where, you know, we were just I was basically remote recording. And we were just getting back into the flow of stuff because literally these recording sessions, I always love, they came up so fast and weeks, like months, like I felt like a month was compressed into like a week's worth of time for me. Where like all of a sudden Brian's like, oh, well, it's Tuesday again. Are we going to record? And I'm like, well, no, not this time, (laughs) you know? And then it was like the next time, well, it's the next week. Are we recording, Josh? I'm like, no, not yet. You know, and I felt bad for that, but I also knew that like Brian didn't. I mean, he cared, but he was like, "Oh yeah, he just knew we had to get back to the, the rhythm and roll, as I like to call it." And this is a good uh, way to do that, even though it might not sound a hundred percent the same. Once we get it all edited up, because I'm using different equipment than Brian, and hopefully I can find some of the equipment. I don't even know what happened to that board. Like, I literally took it out of that room, and I can't find it. Calvin, if you're listening to this, <laughs> who helped us get the board, like, we're going to call a homie. We, we may need to buy another <laughs> one out. Uh, for, like, I know it didn't. I mean, this is, I might even edit this out, but, like, I honestly don't know what happened to it. Is it possible somebody stole it from your house? No, because nothing else is gone. Okay. <laughs> they wouldn't have just well, taken that. I, I mean, you know, when they realize it's our podcast board, that's worth some money on the black market. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It'll be worth more later, but right now. I'm just thinking, cool. Brian, I took it out of that room because there was water coming in. But where did I put it? Right. <laughs> you know, I uh, wish I could point it to you, but I can't. So. No, I know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so 
will come back in here like, well, we might find it. We might not. And if we don't, I guess I'll be buying some new stuff. But if we do, I mean, this is just one of those. This is the weirdest thing about a traumatic event like this is I just want to put this out there. Like there are huge swatches of time I don't remember. Oh, you yeah, that's fair. Like I just don't. I remember like being alive and like talking to my wife, but there was huge. I think there was probably like ten or twelve hours where we didn't even say a word. We were just like existing. Yep. You know, and then after the storm, after the the traumatic event, we were kind of like in this recovery mode. And everyone we talked to in our neighborhood, and we got out and talked to our neighbors for the first time, and some of them for the first time ever. Others, I've talked to them before, but it's been a couple of years. They were like the same way. They were just like, oh, well, this is totally uh, weird. So that's the one thing I said about that in the aftermath episode, where it's like we went from one day having everything to another day not having anything. (laughs) And that's jarring. You know, like... I'm thinking about the title of this, Josh, where it says return to form. Mm-hmm. It assumes there is a form to return to. And so like there are, there were constants that were in your life. It, like right. Friendship with you was a constant. Now, whether you could talk to me on a yeah, reliable basis, that was TBD. <laughs> right. You know, whether your house was going to be livable or not, that was TBD. Uh, some of those things, the return to form, I think, is comforting because it's something that was familiar before the event. Right. And those things can either be good, bad, neutral, otherwise, but there is a comfort knowing that it's there. And I think like when we talk about the form that we've set up, like we, we have a pretty understood format now on the podcast, even though we've kind of flexed around it. Right. It's because people understand what we've established. Right. And we also knew we had a few guiding parameters, like it has to publish weekly, Right. We need to have the content up and rolling, ready to go. And somehow, some way, it's going to happen. And, of course, Josh and I always want continuous improvement on stuff we do. And the fact that, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like 4K video, audio, right. all the stuff right now. The point is, wasn't like the quality of the audio ever in the first place. The point was that these conversations would be captured and that we would have a flow together to talk about these things. Right. And... I would encourage people in some of the application of this that if there's something that you return to, like a hobby or some other kind of thing, and it's something that you used to do that is familiar, please pick a healthy thing, by the way. Don't pick unhealthy behavior. Right. Like, you know, if you used to be addicted to things, like, don't go back to it. That's probably not right. a good idea. Right. But return to that. And there's, there's almost like a refreshing of the soul that can happen. You know, even if it's something where you know, like, those days have passed. Or, you know, like if you were an athlete once upon a time and what, go out and... You, you know, but what I want to say, it's it's a return to form, but in your life now. So it is like we are back recording, yet the stuff that happened to us happened to us. And so it's changed the way the recording happens. It's changed the way we've done stuff. And that is valuable because people change. And like we've said before in the episode, you know, nothing is permanent. Things change. And even someday, I mean, this podcast is not going to be around. I know it's going to be a tear for everyone around when the podcast is gone and they can't hear weekly Brian and Josh episodes. But that whole thing is like 
now this has changed. And so think about that a little bit. Like everything changes, whether we like it or not, it's going to change. It's finding your quote unquote, the new normal, the kind of like the return to form is really you just getting back into something that's comfortable for you. When I think about this topic and what Josh was saying, I'm reminded of a few different things that are coming together in my mind. First thing is the story of a river. Now, there's a river that used to run through my backyard. It was the Mississippi River. Yep. And Josh would come over to my house and we could like go walk down by the river if we so chose, right? Yep. That river, depending on the season, would change depth. It would change temperature, whatever it may be. But the river was always in the backyard. Now, uh, our friend Olivia, who is uh, friends of the podcast uh, and in personal and professional circles, she does a lot of data work, like reporting work, and she is just world-class at it. And as we're talking about some things that in the professional setting, she says, you know, sometimes when you're trying to catch data, it's like taking a slice of a river. You take that slice and you'll have it, but it's not the same river when you go back to it again, right? right. Very true. Different water, different things in it. Third thing I'm bringing into it is um, the story where my wife went through an orientation for some things that uh, she's doing on the art side of life for her, which is really exciting, which would be another episode entirely. But they talked about having a river and its banks, and the banks of the river are the thing that made the river powerful because it focused it. The river is changing. The river is flowing. It's going to be different. All those things come together when, Josh, you're saying, like, you know, it's kind of a uh, return to form. It's a new normal. It's like a river and its banks. Yeah. The, the form is the banks, and the river is... Honestly, sometimes you in motion, right? Right, but you may return to return to that river to say, "What has changed? What's the same? What's moved?" And you can understand that because if you return to it, you can remember what it was before. Right, and I think it's a great story and example of growth that you can look at, or maybe you shrank back. Hopefully, you didn't shrink back. Unless it was from something bad, then please shrink back. <laughs> but you know, anyway, um, I'll be quiet now. Usually, this is when Josh weighs me down. So back like to form, I've overspoken, and Josh is going to reel me back right now. No, but I just think I think what all the stuff Brian said, all the stuff I said, I think is really kind of like you take it to heart. Like, so how do you, you know, like look at yourself? How are you changing and growing? And then how are you pulling it back a little bit to like something familiar? So it's not so scary for you because that's like what this is for us. Like. For us, this is recording in totally different places, totally different uh, context, but we're recording again. And so for us, that's the, the the fun part of it. That's the, oh, we're getting together with our friends, and then we're recording content for you guys. So that's just really what I want to leave everyone with. I mean, there's really not much more to say, is there, Brian? I'm not going to say anymore. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum. Back at it, baby. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> I'll leave that in just to leave it in. No, I'm not. You kidding. know, I, 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 well, leave it in. Don't leave it in. You make the decision. All right. <laughs>